Hey, we're gonna try this a little different mic. without the without the headphones this time. No headphones like it. today. Yeah, I already nice. kind of feel a little more freer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I'm wondering. Nah, nah, nah. Screw quarantine. No headphones. Freedom, bit. right there. No headphones. All right, quarantine. Gang, gang. All right, what it is? It's your boy Walt. This is Neiman. And this is Light Work, work with, with the, the Woman Bros. We are here with our main man, Alex Pearson. What up? What up? What up? Welcome, hey, Alex. What's up, guys? He came in hot. He did. And from like the, the base of the stomach. Mm. Yeah. He nah, practiced. Nah, nah, nah. He was at home practicing. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm <day>. Alex Pearson. <laughs> I just wanted my intro, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cut. Yep, yep, exactly. Yo, Dope, man. so we are here with Alex Pearson, man. Um, thank you for joining us today on the show, Alex. Yeah, no problem. You are risking your life and your health here with us, so the Woman Bros are appreciative of that. For sure. We're we're well, we're trying to stay six feet away. It's kinda hard at a round table, but I mean Close enough. This yeah. looks like six feet in kilometers. We'll, right. We'll go, we'll go with that. So, something I like that. I don't know if it works like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's good enough. Anyway. <laughs> what do you know, weird. Alex? <laughs> Not too much, man. Just trying to survive the uh, COVID crisis right yeah. now. You know? Crazy How's things. it affecting business and everything for you? Well, I uh, since I'm a DJ, it's I've uh, had some events cancel in mm. April and May. Weddings mostly. Yeah. I uh, was hosting a weekly trivia night that got canceled. Oh, so, man. are you doing something virtually so. now with that trivia night? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to start something online, and I'm looking to try and build it into something bigger than what it is right now. Yeah, and eventually have some kind of payout to go back to a charity, pay out the top three places, oh. and uh, get some ad sponsors in there and, and blow people up that way. Dope. Love it, man. Yeah. It's creative. I think that's the only way to get through something like this. You got to kind of. Find new ways to make make an old old tool work. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. The box. Yep. Yeah, you got to diversify. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. What's kind of the route you're deciding to go with with the virtual like? Uh, uh, wow, I was just gonna say sweepstakes. Sweepstakes is in my head, but the virtual uh, trivia. Win a new car. Yeah. So uh, the idea would be, you know, the trivia's got to grow because the pot's got to grow, and the pot. I want wait, 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 wait. Let's let's preface yeah, for the, the people. The, the pot, yeah. The the pot of, of money, the right? The pot of money. Oh, okay, yes, all right. Yes. Not He's not growing pot. pot. Yes. I want to disclaimer that Alex Pearson yeah. is not growing pot. I'm a clean guy, guys. That you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. So what I'd like to do is get more people involved. Obviously, grow it inside of Omaha as much as possible. Yeah. And and make it so I need to learn how to stream. I don't know how to stream and put okay. myself onto the channel oh um so i need to learn that but just create a fun fun game for people to play at home it only takes 30 minutes and then if you get paid out on first place second place third place yeah. and then at the end have 30 percent of the contributions go to a charity dope and the winner gets to choose that charity i think that'd be pretty cool oh cool yeah, yeah. so how do you run it uh, is it more like each household is a team or is it individuals at a time how it's individual but okay. i assume people at home are playing as a team cool. i can set it up both ways cool. but right now i'm just last week was my first week so how'd it go Good. I had I had more people than I thought. I thought eh, I'll probably have like five people play. Yeah. I had like thirty five. So solid. Very yeah, nice. that was a good first start. How did you go about creating the awareness of it? Like, did you Facebook or? Y yeah, just mostly Facebook, social media, a little Very Instagram, nice. um, all organic stuff. Or all organic. Reach? Yep. Yep. So nice. That goes into my first question. Then let's let's go ahead and dive in. Dive. Man. Dive deep. deep. Get in there. Deep. <laughs> You you found a way to continue to keep doing 
you're DJing. COVID was not foreseen. Right. Kind of just sprung up on all of us. You tell us a little bit about that adversity. Like, like how do you handle adversity? What's your process when COVID hit and then you were like, well, crap, all my events are getting canceled. You thought of trivia. Like, what's your thought process or what's your mindset about unforeseen circumstances hitting you? And how do you usually handle them? Yeah, that's a good question. So <clears throat> I'm an idea guy. I always have ideas going to my head. Um, the hamster's always going a thousand miles an hour, especially at night. My wife hates yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, I think that's part of being a business owner, uh, being an entrepreneur. Uh, I started at a young age. You find a knack to solve problems. So when things happen, you have to acclimate and adjust. And, you know, when that hit, I was like, okay, where is the silver lining in this? And yeah. where can I still produce? Mm -hmm. And it took me, you know, a while to figure it out. And right now I'm not producing. I'm just trying to brand. Yeah. So if nothing else in this scenario, this COVID crisis, this is an opportunity for a lot of people to brand themselves and Agreed. figure out new uh, technologies out there so that whenever, when the dust settles and they get back on their feet. Yeah they're more prepared and they can hit the ground running. Yeah. So everyone should be planning right now. Uh, not, you know, moping around, making excuses. Mm. I know there's a lot of people with negativity out there right now, yeah. which is sad to see. And it's unfortunate, but you know, you gotta, you gotta think towards the future cause you can't change anything about our, our current situation. So I was yeah. just trying to find ways to adapt. And right now I'm not making any money off them. Like I said, I'm just trying to brand. Yeah. So. You're building for the long term like that. I think making yeah. money is more of like that short term thing, yeah, but like right. building yeah. something so solid right. is when this all goes away, yeah. you're going to have that foundation and kind of already ahead of the others that are yeah. waiting until this thing opens back up. Exactly. Well, yeah. so. well, and just to piggyback off of that, I think like what this thing has done is it's exposed kind of the toxicity we have in our, is toxicity a word? We're going to use a yeah, word. Yeah, overall. Yeah, toxicity in people's mindsets. Like, cause I've seen, you know, a lot of people really are doing what you're doing and taking different tools and integrating, you know, some new opportunities. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of people too, that are just like, let's go sit at the house and eat Cheetos all day. And so it's kind of exposing our laziness really as a society. Very um, so. you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I've had my fair share of Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Cheeto puffs are the devil. Yeah. <laughs> They're no, good. All right, let me put that back down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So what would you say to, to encourage the ones that are kind of trapped in, t in that situation? Get creative and just throw something out there and see if it sticks. Mm. You know, like what I'm doing on Facebook isn't anything grand or spectacular necessary necessarily but uh i'm just trying to figure out new ways to reach a new audience and and expand myself and yeah. if people like it sweet if they don't we'll try something new what but kind of questions are you asking yourself like when you're trying to think of these things what kind of yeah. questions i'm trying to figure out what people what what's the next thing you know so i'm kind of a late adopter to technology unfortunately you know i've had facebook forever but uh, I just got an Instagram account. Hey. hey. Okay. Yeah. The I got right the grant. Slide in your boy's yeah. DMs, but yeah. not, you know, he's got a wife too at the same time <laughs> for business related <laughs> questions. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what that's all about and why people like these pictures. I got a TikTok account. I don't know. I, 
it's kind of fun. I like dancing, yeah. making these crazy videos. Um, so I think you just got to get out there and see what works for you. You know, not everyone's willing to put themselves in front of a camera, do some crazy dance with their kids. Yeah. But if you are more power to you and be different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So how can I be different in a market that's like understanding things might be moving online uh, for the time being? How do I separate myself uh, from others? Like, was that a, is that a question that you at, like you're yeah. asking yourself or? Yeah, um, that's that's a good question um, to really separate myself. Not even what what questions are you asking to get yourself to the point of I want to do trivia or or, uh, or this is where the market is. How can I continue to grow, get better? What kind of questions spur good answers or what kind of questions were you asking yourself to get a trivia going? Yeah. So there's a lot of DJs in town. Right. Um, complete music owns the market, you know, as far as wedding goes. But beyond that, there's probably another 60 70 djs that mm. do weddings there's a whole club scene i don't do that mm -hmm. and i like to entertain people i just like when people have a good time yeah. like that's my that's my high that's my i get adrenaline off that when i host an event you know like a birthday party um i do a, a holiday party every year when people are like wow that was so fun that was awesome yeah that's what i'm looking to do and that's what i'm looking to be a part of so i'm like What's something else people like? Mm. And I'd heard that it's trivia has been around forever, mm -hmm. but I'd heard that there's local trivia in town yeah. and I wanted to get involved and see what that was about. Mm -hmm. So I did my own spinoff of it. Um, and are you, are you hosting these out of restaurants and things yeah, like that? Yeah, yep, okay. correct. But uh, people like competition and trivia is quick. Yep. No one has to spend a couple hours on it. You know, we can get it done in 30 minutes, especially now that it's online. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that was the way I was looking to diversify. I got some other creative ideas coming down the pipeline with COVID uh, as far as DJing goes. I okay. You'll just have to wait for the uh, Facebook videos because you're like, tuned. wow, that guy's an idiot. But <laughs> it'll be pretty funny when, when, it, when it comes around. Right oh, on. Man. Right on. Well, I kind of want to transition into you, you talked about uh, early start in entrepreneurship. Yeah. I want to learn a little bit about that journey for you because it takes a special kind of um, crazy to partake in the life of an entrepreneur. How would you get to that point where you knew that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? And what was your first step? Yeah. So actually, my journey starts back when I was 10. Uh, when I was 10 years old, I started mowing lawns. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have a similar story. I started with, well, one lawn, which turned into probably four or five. I don't know. It goes back a couple years for me. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so 10 years old, I mowed these yards for about three or four years, went on to high school. And freshman year, I met this guy named James, and he said he was starting a lawn company. I said, cool, I've mowed lawns before. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably better than you. I told him that. I'm like, just some cocky freshman. Uh, he goes, yeah, that whatever. That testosterone yeah. was flowing, yeah. right, boy. Right. Yeah. Balls was dropping. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> and he said, all right, whatever. And I said, well, call me when you need me sometime. And he had another buddy that he had started it with. And his buddy had baseball and couldn't keep up with the yards that they had and the little mulch jobs. So I uh, jumped in and swooped. <laughs> yeah, I was right in there uh, pretty much, I wouldn't say day one, probably a couple weeks in. Okay. And that year we just kind of played out with uh, probably 15 lawns, some small planting jobs. 
And then we're like, whoa, we're f- like we're making money as freshmen, like not at Panera or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Something yeah. different yeah. than what everybody else was doing. Doing it ourselves. Right, right. And so it's just at that time we didn't see it as entrepreneurship. It was just yeah. a means to make money. Right. For sure. And then the next year, like, well, what if we put some flyers out and, you know, put them on some doors? And they were terrible. Uh, absolutely <laughs> terrible. I still have our original flyer that we started with oh, shit. just as a memory to look back on. For sure. <laughs> and it was pitiful. But <laughs> we, we suckered some people in. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we probably doubled our business. That Just by some simple year, flyers. Some simple Piece flyers. Of paper. And it was all mowing at that yep. point. But as the years went on, the request became, can you fertilize? Can you aerate? Mm. Can you landscape and you know half the services we did were never taught to us so it's yeah. kind of learn on the fly learn from a lot of failures from straight out the gate right straight out the gate yeah man we did everything the hard way yeah <laughs> like if i were to go start that business again today yeah. i mean i could do what we did in half the time or less you yeah know what i mean how essential was that like just even analyze analyzing where you're n- at now as a person that learning on the fly learning by experience how essential was that for you oh it's absolutely essential i mean during that stage of my life you learn a lot about work ethic and what it means to be responsible at a young age because you know you're meeting with you know people in their 30s 40s 50s and trying to give them bids and you're a innocent little 14 year old you know just trying to rub two nickels together yeah Mom and dad helped out, you know, with the first mower and we paid him back and, yeah. you know, our first truck, which was nice. They were kind of our bank. Cool. Um, so we had some funding there, which helped. Did you guys have any goals lined out when you first went into the, the okay, maybe not year one, yeah. but year two, did you have goals and you start to set those or were you guys just like, oh, we're making money. Let's just continue to mow, mow, mow. I, I'm going to be honest with you there. It was all about just trying to grow. Yeah. There was no goals. It was yeah. just grow, grow, grow. And we really didn't start focusing on goals till probably i don't know eight nine years in yeah. honestly because wow. after high school we hit college right and yeah. we're like okay what are we going to do are we going to keep this thing going yeah. or are we going to go get quote unquote real jobs <laughs> well we were making good enough money uh the business was really growing so we kept it through college we both stayed here in omaha went to uno and we went to school full-time uh both graduated with degrees and when we were done we're like Let's let's tune this up. Yeah. Let's see what we can do with this. Yeah. And yeah. and we did. And man, two years out of college, our business exploded. Because I mean, we we're kind of bogged down with the classes, the studying, right. the partying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we can't miss out on the partying. <laughs> Don't forget the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to have some fun, right? Yep, right. Yeah. Sure. Good balance. But yeah. man, yeah. When you run a business. You got to sacrifice some things, you know. I remember one thing in particular. I sacrificed my girlfriend's college graduation Mm. to work. And boy, did I get ridiculed for that. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I didn't feel good about it, but at the time, I just, I didn't want to disappoint customers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always had customers on my mind and taking care of them and doing the right thing. And, you know, but at that time, that wasn't a good balance. Yeah. You know, looking back, that was a shitty thing to do mm-hmm. to my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I heard it from the parents and rightfully so. But when I was in the moment, it was just work, work, work. Yeah. Get it done, get it done, get it done. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Thank w- you. Oh, go ahead. 
to say, I think it's mandatory. Kind of, you, you got like Gary V says, you got to have that dog and you got to eat shit. Yeah. And you were you had a little bit of both right there. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> Did yeah. you end up marrying this girlfriend? Is this is this your wife no. now today? No. Okay, no. okay, okay. She is not lucky enough to marry this guy. Ah, yeah. Yeah. there you go. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go back to your like where you were running the business in college and how you were doing full time courses and at the same time running a business full time. Yeah. yeah. Um. How did you balance? Like, what were some of the metric or the measures or the just the practices that you were instilling in your life to be able to do both? You graduated with a degree, mm-hmm. so you obviously were taking care of your classwork. One of the business was still growing, so it's not like one was, I guess, not giving the attention. You were balancing well. Right. How did that look for you? Yeah, so we started classes as early as we could take them. Yeah. So I think 7.30 was first class, and we just did them back to back to back. Yeah. So we knock it out. We'd have classes done before noon. Try and have Fridays off. So load them up Monday through Thursday, and then we just work till dark. And then we work Saturday and Sunday. Um, I remember working on Easter a couple years, but literally we, doing we, whatever the fuck you needed to do to yeah make it to work. make it work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So N- no sleep, like or rarely any sleep. Yeah, I mean, amongst the partying, it was right. uh, back then there was no hangovers, you know. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a different story yeah. today. But oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, when people talk about, you know, time, they don't have time. I That's like my biggest pet peeve. Mm, same. That that one excuse is so lame. Yeah. You know, if you make the time. Right. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger said it yeah. best. He's like, you have the time, you make the time, which is true. You just have to get up earlier and get, get shit done or stay up later and get it done prioritize what yeah. really matters to you right yep. and so we would just hammer out school and then at, put a full work full day's work in and when we got home we would do homework hmm. Damn. Yeah. so 10 started cutting grass through high school you grew the business mm-hmm. college it blew up now you got the successful business you are um working crazy hard at school partying extra hard Play hard, work hard. How did you – obviously, we know a little bit of the backstory of what you're doing now. How did you transition out of that business into R&D for what you're doing now? Before we get there, though, I want to ask because you said you saw exponential growth after year two out of college. What – where were – college graduated, business was here. You exponentially grew in year two. What what changed? Focus. Our focus was 100% with the business. We didn't have any distractions from school, you know, no classes to go to. So it was just, how do we grow this business? Yeah. yeah. And we took some of the tactics and, you know, marketing skills that we learned in, you know, the school of business. Yeah. I college, I don't know if it's a necessity. There's mm, some, yeah. there's some good things, some tools you can use from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we learned a lot ourselves through trial and error mm-hmm. and you know social Huge. media wasn't really a thing at that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. so it's still a lot of you know print advertising really developing your brand and mm-hmm. developing your brand is saying what you're gonna do yeah you yep. know what i mean being a man of your word exactly mm-hmm. yeah so if you say you're gonna be there at a certain time be there yeah and so we were notorious for being on time to meetings uh estimates would get over on time it's yep. just we were very accountable for everything that we did, and that helped build our brand because ultimately, our word of mouth was our biggest advertising. That's uh, huge form. Hmm. So that's huge. Yeah. So, like being your biggest form, did you guys do any type of paid advertising and marketing, or was it like just all? 
we we did flyers early on everybody does um we haven't done flyers for probably six or seven years because we Mm -hmm. went all digital with everything gotcha and we did facebook a little bit of facebook and google adwords but outside of that it's been mostly word of mouth okay and we just we got to a point it was a good spot to be uh phones always ringing off the hook um we didn't really have to advertise that hard as as bad as that sounds no between (laughs) trying to find employees to fill uh the work and all the work that was coming in it was that was a tough balance yeah because when i left in august of 2019 unemployment was 2.4 percent super so we couldn't find a lot of the guys to back up the work that's one of the biggest issues we had um, which is about that? kind of a good problem because yeah. you're maxed out with the guys that you have. Right. But you couldn't really grow anymore. Right. You hit your kind of ceiling there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were plateauing there for a while. Mm. And, 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 and there's not much you can do there, right? Because there's not – is there better equipment that you could have been getting to minimize their time so that you can increase the level of houses that you're being able to do? Or how did you guys combat it, or did you just stay stagnant a little bit there? No, absolutely. I mean, equipment was huge for us. So we were constantly researching, yeah. you know, new updates – how can we eliminate a person or speed up a person? That was always our mindset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for fertilizing equipment, for example, instead of our guys pushing the fertilizer spreaders, our guys started a ride. Well, now that guy can do mm-hmm. twice as much production in one day. Mm-hmm. You know, homeowners don't ni- like it necessarily because they're on and off yards in five or ten minutes, but yeah. they don't realize that spreader costs us ten grand. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So... We were all about how can we speed up production with the guys that we have or eliminate a position. And again, that came from you guys finding the need like to answer that question. It wasn't something you found through a book or anything. It was like, uh, well, we have, like you said, we were just getting the calls. We were getting yeah. the calls. So you couldn't send out those people because they were still on jobs. So then you started to ask yourselves, like, how do we solve this problem? You always kind of stayed in that growth mindset of how we can fix the problem. Yep, yep. We were always uh, – um, trying to forecast potential issues yeah. and how we could fix them before they even became an issue. And then, you know, if we did have a problem, we just put our heads together and figure it out. Yeah. You know, where there's a will, there's a way. How, mu- how much of that do you think is like, as far as your mindset and entrepreneurship and growing a business, how much of that was taught to you and how much do you think was intuitive or just part of who you are? Wow. That's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I think a lot of it I was born with. Okay. Mm. My parents work extremely hard, yeah. and I think work ethic ultimately can help you with your entrepreneurship mindset mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because when you work hard, you um, work on different things, different problems, and through that, you just naturally get a different mindset. Yeah. So as a young kid, I mean, I was selling some – little keychains I made, you know, and, yeah. and at the end of the day, I mean, to be an entrepreneur, you have to have a financial goal yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, just to do things for free doesn't really make sense. So I was always like, how can I make a nickel? What's it going to take to get there? Yeah. Um, but a lot of that was uh, born, I think. Love it. Do I you th- think that you can grow it or do you think that somebody like if, if, if somebody's sitting in their chair right now listening to this podcast and they're like, I mean, I just, I don't, I want to be an entrepreneur, but it's just not in me. Is that something you can build, would you say? Or I, is it in you? I think you can build it. I think you can build it. And that's yeah. actually what I'm doing right now is going back and re-educating myself. 
because when I was in business, like I said, it was go, go, go all the time. Yeah. Like we never took a breath. We never stepped aside and just really evaluated the situation stepped outside. And yeah. You know, we didn't have. network. We didn't, we didn't network with other companies. We didn't network with people within the industry. It was mm-hmm. just our got business it. and we got very narrow minded yeah. mm-hmm. or sighted, I should yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, wh- what can I, I've really done a self evaluation since I sold my house and that in that evaluation it's like okay what can i change from what i was doing to be better for my next venture and one thing that i wasn't doing was the networking meeting people like you guys putting myself out there in front of new new groups of people looking for new ways to advertise yeah and just really trying to plan so that when i get into the next thing i can hit the ground running twice as fast yeah so in in your defense you were real young when you started this thing yeah, and we're yeah. growing it your yeah. your brain wasn't even developed no, yet so that no. forward thinking just wasn't there yet no, but correct. It, it's cool seeing how you can take everything you've learned from that big chunk of life and and keep it going in all those lessons where you know they might have been viewed as a loss but overall it's a it's a win at the end of the day so absolutely absolutely that's what i'm finding like in, in just like looking at my past life is just like I, I, you, you live it like as you're going through high school, you just live it. as you yeah. go through college, you're just living. You're yeah. not, unless you have an old soul and yeah. you're around the right there's people. The, you're there's not, always the exception. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're not really looking back and reflecting and gaining lessons from your experiences. Um, but I think it's huge and saving you time for your future and for your present moment to look back at what you've already been through. Yeah. Even if you're 16, if you're 18, like really analyze life and pull away some of those things that stick out in your brain because there's lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I've already said this twice, but networking has been so big for me mm. in the past four months. Yeah. I didn't realize how powerful it was until I really got involved in it. Yeah. And I've met some wonderful people, a lot of people that, you know, I maybe met at like a conference or, you know, a networking event. I'm like, oh, I'll probably never see them again. And yeah. then all of a sudden they pop up two months later. And you're like, good thing I never lost that contact. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And I've really learned to watch what I say in front of people. I think a lot of people um, are too abrasive at times and yeah. want to be too authentic all the time. Yeah. And I think that's fine, but you have to be in the right circumstance. Right environment. Right. Yep, all because that. there's definitely conversations I've had in the past. Yeah. My younger self, that I'm like, man, <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have said that because I could have really benefited from that relationship that yeah. I crushed. Yeah. You know? A- yeah. As far as just being too confrontational or? Too confrontational. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. reacting like emotionally yeah. or something in the moment instead of like just shutting up and then thinking through what you exactly say or something. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I, that's something that resonates with me because I'm kind of working through that n- now, really. Yeah. yeah. Just a, a willingness to be in the combative situation. Right. <laughs> so I tried to become not waste no time. Like yeah, fuck, yeah, let's yeah. just get straight to the point. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried to become a better listener, so okay. I took a sales class that was very enlightening to like who you are, because mm. everyone, you know, you think sales and it's like, oh, this guy's just gonna <laughs> spill off all this stuff and these secrets on how to generate all these sales when really it was about uh, yourself and listening to other people. And when you really engage with other people and listen to the words that are coming out of their mouth, sales will naturally come. Yeah. So that's really been a, you know, a personality flaw of mine in the past that I've been working on. You know, like I said, I'm always educating. So I'm reading new books. I've just finished one yesterday. That was 
speaking to me every single page. And it's what awesome. book's this? Uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, by uh, uh, Stephen Covey. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've gotten through the first three pages of that so many times. Likewise. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, that, and especially the last page in that book, I was like, whoa, just well, hit a home run with me. Can you reiterate? Well, from a macro, what what would you take from it? Just, you know, continuing that accountability measure, discipline, mm. uh, listening to others. I mean, Discipline for me is really big. Okay. Yeah. So when I sold my company, my wife was like, so are you just going to sleep in for a little while and just like take a breather? And I was like, no, I can't get yeah. out of my rhythm right. because then I'll slack off. Mm. Yeah. So I kept getting up at 445 after I sold the company, yeah. kept working out, s- established a new routine, which isn't even close to what I was doing because I kind of thrive in a chaotic environment. Yeah. Not having that anymore is kind of – a difficult transition for me yeah but too comfortable <laughs> yeah no but i'm always i dedicate hours aside for you know business plan yep. to work on that i set an hour aside to read you know time and this is daily that. daily yeah so i like to keep it structured so i don't fall behind and yeah. you're still getting up at 4 45 every morning yeah i don't i don't work out because i was going to the gym and now that the gym's closed yep. i replace that with reading because nice. I was reading Fair before enough. bed, but then I was falling asleep. Yeah. So then I decided to get up, read, drink coffee in an upright position. Because once I go horizontal, I'm done. Then you yep. pass yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get, I'm like you. I get like three yeah. pages and I'm out. Yep. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> That's what I'll actually I'll use reading as a good way to go to bed, though, instead of like, because yep. I'm, I'm kind of paranoid about the blue screen syndrome that it can do to your eyes like just from looking oh, at screen yeah. so long yeah so i will instead of trying to induce myself to sleep with netflix just read but yeah. i swear it works in like 20 billion times the amount of time by yeah. reading i'm out in five seconds versus netflix i can watch four shows right. yeah. you know right. <laughs> have you yeah. have you seen those the the gosh what's it, the blue light glasses i have you yeah can, i, I want to get a pair i haven't tried on yeah yep yep so is it just dim out the light or yeah it like cancels out all the blue light oh. uh so if you're looking at a screen all day it's supposed to help you out with Filters energy through the and light. That, yeah yep. interesting never seen it yeah yeah try it up. so let's go into discipline really quick uh like so your discipline you said it, it's like it's it's a it's like this and we're back yeah <laughs> Welcome to Light Work with the no. <laughs> uh, your discipline. Like, what are first of all? Let's go into your your habits, your your daily habits, and what some tips what? maybe for people that are watching about the importance of discipline and what that's done for you. Obviously, got you to a business that you were able to sell, and just talk on that a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I think ultimately, discipline creates focus. And to really grow anything or be productive, you need focus. And I start my morning off 4:45, get up. Well, before COVID, go to the gym, crank out an hour. I don't do any more. Don't really do any less. I just yeah. set it to an hour, and whatever I can get done, I get done. Love it. Um, and then I would come home, work on a business plan for a couple hours. You know, this new. Uh, possible venture I'm working on mm. you know the business plan is 35 pages and so I just kind of keep retweaking that but I mean before when I was with my previous business I would go to work after the gym but okay um, so I'll work on a business plan um, then 
you know, I have time sitting there for lunch. I have time sitting there for networking. I'm a part of a couple different networking groups. Um, then I'll set up some Zoom meetings. So there's some areas where you can fluctuate right. and move your schedule around mm -hmm. a little bit. Depending but, on the days. Yep. But, I, I mean, I also have time in there to work on, you know, DJ skills. I have time in there to have dinner with my wife. Yep. An hour and a half set aside for that. We started this new thing where we uh, spend 30 minutes a day, which seems like nothing. But 30 minutes a day, no phones, no technology, just talking. Just yeah. talking to each other, hearing each other out. Because too many times we grab a phone, someone's on Facebook, not really engaged. And it's like, did you even hear anything I just said? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Were you no, here with no. me in this moment, yeah. actually? Yeah. yeah. So just a good way to connect. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of us are lacking that today. Yeah. So, so obviously you learned your lesson from skipping pro or yeah. skipping graduation. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So and then, you know, I have time in there to walk my dogs because that's important to me. So I just focus on the things that are important to me and I just set time to those and I stick to that schedule. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I also have some open, open time in there case anything pops up i yep. can be flexible yep so it's not because i think if you get too rigid and you're not doing all those things every day yeah you start feeling like a failure yes you start beating yourself up yeah and mm -hmm. then it's just like why am i doing this and you just give up everything yeah. so i think you have to have some flexibility in there for sure having like i like and there's a fine balance in what you described to me. It's like self-love stuff. It's it's like family. It's yeah. business. Finding a balance to give yourself that time of the day in the first, yeah. like first when you wake up to kind of set your intentions for yourself. Right. And from that, you impose more of your power on the day as you're flowing through the day Absolutely. because you've already given yourself that time with yep. yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think that creates momentum. Yeah. Discipline creates momentum for me. And it's like that snowball just keeps building yeah. and building and building yep. the more you're disciplined with yourself. I agree. Yeah. I, I kind of want to touch on marriage and business a little bit too. I'm, I've been married seven, yesterday is the anniversary. Oh, congrats. So That's awesome. been together for, for seven years now and it's kind okay. of a big deal, but she's been a huge driving force in the success of really our business and just where, we, where we've ended up and me as a person, keeping me accountable. So yeah. uh, what impact has being married done positively or negatively i guess for oh. for oh. business oh. hey you're on yeah. a fine line hey, here hey, so. hey, hey. <laughs> all right we'll edit we'll edit appropriately yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> no i would say first off let's hit the negatives okay right yep no no relationships perfect yeah. and when when you're an entrepreneur and you have ideas flowing in your head my wife is like the biggest devil's advocate of like every idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could be so excited about something like, oh, you got to hear this out. What if we did this? What if we did that? And she's like, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can relate. Seriously? Come on, like, oh, what about the money? Or oh, what about this? I'm like, just listen to the right. idea for right. the love of God. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. it's good though because she keeps me in check. Yeah. But when I'm really like flowing. Oh man, buzz kill, like yeah, yeah. boner kill, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that part of it sucks, but when we both agree on something that's plausible, yeah, yeah. she's awesome because then she's like, okay, she gets into more details because yeah. I just ha kind of have the vision for it, and then she helps me think out the details of the plan. How do we bring this from man yeah. into manifestation? And she doesn't really have like a, a business mind necessarily, mm -hmm. but she just brings up considerations that yep. maybe 
my crazy mind hasn't thought of. Yeah, right. which different is good. angle. Very much. Yeah, so. you need that, and I always take my ideas to my family too, like yep. my mom, my dad, my brother, uh, my sister-in-law, and just try and hit everybody up that won't compete with me. Yeah, <laughs> and that you and trust, and that you yeah. know they're going to be real with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's b- been very supportive. That's awesome. Throughout, you know, all the years we've been together, yep. a total of like seven and a half years, getting married for three and a half. Yeah. So is she is she generally pretty uh, calm when you take these big leaps, uh, these these scary decisions that you we got to go through as entrepreneurs? Yeah. Um, on the next venture, there's some concern there. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> Just because uh, one of my ideas is is pretty new. It's being done. So it's not like a new new I- concept. Yeah. But it's new to the area. Mm-hmm. And. So she's a little nervous about that. I've also been presented the opportunity to possibly buy an existing business um, that I'm familiar with, and that's going to be a big money haul. Mm-hmm. So there's some nervousness there. Yeah. Because you, you don't know what you don't know. You can project and plan as much as you want. Yeah. But there's always going to be a 10% of a shit storm that just hits you. Right. Well, like COVID, yeah. like who, yeah. who bought a business a month ago? Yeah. And yeah. you don't foresee this stuff. So. Yeah. Well, and I was, I was close to buying a business. Back in uh, September, October, mm-hmm. I was looking at a franchise. Okay. And man, I'm sure glad I didn't buy into that. Yeah. That would have been some real tough times right now. Yeah. What I kept you back from buying into that? Um, at the end of the day, it wasn't really something I thought I was gonna be proud of. Okay. And financially, it was a little bit of a strain. Yeah. So I just couldn't couldn't bring myself to do it. Okay. And and there were some limiting growth opportunities, and I really don't like boundaries. Yeah. So I was like, ah. I just can't buy into this. Yeah. Into that. So I, I'm not against franchises. It just wasn't the for right sure. one for me. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, you are in a pretty unique position. Uh, I've, I've met very few people that are in a position that you're in right now where you get to really just sit back, analyze, and, and dig into what you're focused on. Um, I don't know how deep into we, – we talked before, so you said he's cool talking about it. But I, uh, I don't know how deep you want to get into what you're doing, but – can we kind of give them a, a open view of what's going on in Alex Pearson's life right now? Since you sold the business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, I want to say transition from something you've done for 16 years is really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, to people listening out there, and they're kind of on the cusp of selling their business or possibly you know, throwing in the towel yeah. and calling it good. Because I think there's a point in – lot of businesses where people ride the horse too long yeah you know and a lot of people just think that just because they did this and they started this and they ran it for so long that they need to keep it going Mm -hmm. when your heart's not in it it's time to get out Mm -hmm. and that's what happened to me and i didn't want to be you know in a leadership role and have my employees look at me like man he's not full of energy he's not Mm -hmm. himself I didn't want to bring the company down because of me. Right. It was a it was a me issue, and so I just want people to know that if you're in a position out there where it's, you know, you're thinking about the next move or the next yeah. steps, don't be afraid to do it. Uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I haven't quite found my next venture yet, but it's fun to start thinking of ideas. Yeah. I'm really refreshed now. Yeah. Because um, I was kind of in a stagnant state of mind comfortable it's just comfortable yeah. like hey you know I'm, i got a good paycheck coming right and at the end of the day it's not about the money it's about you know people talk about passion a lot and, yeah. and where your heart's at i think that's that's really true 
and you got to find find what you love to do. Yeah. Um, the money will come. So do you find that through questions or do you find that f- through feeling and like being in tune with yourself? Like, what do you think? Being mm. in tune with yourself. Yeah. You know, I will say this transition has been I've had good days and I've had bad days because, mm-hmm. like I said, when you're used to something, you just don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. And you've had it for so long and right. it just vanishes. I mean, when I sold my half, I thought I was going to be getting phone calls left and right still from, <laughs> you know, customers. Hey, where are you at? They didn't get the memo because we did send out an email and yeah. let everybody know what was going on. And I really didn't get much of that. So, it, you know, the lines really stopped for me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so nobody needed me anymore. Um, my I didn't have employees that needed my help. Mm-hmm. I was just it's just me, yeah. which for a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. You know, for me, I like being needed. I like mm-hmm. being dependent y- upon challenge your people. identity a little bit. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And I had some. I've had some depressing days. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm I think I'm beyond that at this point. Awesome. It was more in the initial, you know, month or two where it's like, did I make the right decision? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But I, I know I did. Yeah. I know I did today. I can confidently say I did. Yeah. But you really start evaluating yourself like who am I? Who do I wanna be? Yeah. What do I wanna do? What's my next steps? Because I didn't really have a plan. I, I know I yeah. wanted to own another business. I just didn't know what. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm obviously still working through that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I do the DJ thing because I enjoy doing it. It's fun for me. I like entertaining people. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you, were, you, were speaking, you were speaking on how, like, that transition period and, like, that first month and a half, it was like, like you had your dark times. You ha- yeah. It was you standing in this room. You were full of your – with your team in there. Your All your clients were in this room with you. And then that one day you woke up, everybody was gone. Yeah. Um, what did you do to progress through that depression? Mm. What, what, what did that depression look like for you? Or what did that, like, just unknowingness look like for you? And how did you get to the point where you are today where it's, you said it wasn't – it's not such a factor for you anymore? Yeah. I think – the mentality to just keep going, mm. you know, as, as cliche or as silly as that sounds, you just got to keep moving because yeah. if you don't, life's going to pass you by. It, it doesn't matter who you are. You just have to keep chugging along yeah. and, and push through and have those conversations with your wife. Like, hey, you know, I had a shitty day today. You know, do you want to talk? Yeah. And just kind of talk through those things or find someone that you're confident in. I think yeah. everyone has at least one person that they can really confide in and and say um you know their their deepest darkest secrets and, yeah. and truths and so having my wife there was was huge cause and for those that sorry not to interrupt but for those that don't have somebody because i've been in those situations too when i was a little younger yeah. i didn't th- like like i feel like i couldn't talk to my parents i i couldn't talk to friends because i was there was an ego there holding me mm. back of i don't want to share my problems with them because they're going to look at me differently right but what helped me get through not having somebody to talk through yeah. through depression and through those states of mind was journaling like okay. i don't know what it does for me or what it does for the human brain um, so I just want to offer that as a alternative. If you feel that you do not have anybody, write your thoughts down on paper so mm-hmm. that way you at least get them out still. I think that's a great idea. How long did you do that for? Dude, I did that for until I felt like I had somebody I could finally talk to. So I think mm-hmm. it was over like a span of – it was from like 20 to 22. I felt like I finally got out of this state of, of 
the depression lessened, but it was always there. There was always that voice, but now I don't have that voice much anymore because I journal all the damn time. Wow. I'm only 24, but yeah. 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 So just, just exit it out, but continue. Yeah. I mean, I I would say do things that are constructive, um, engage with your neighbor, engage with, be social. I think shutting yourself off from other people Mm -hmm. is probably the worst thing you can do. I mean, just having light conversations with my neighbors helps talking over the fence. Hey, you know what happened today? Uh, Someone, someone's car is parked in front of the house. You know who that is? I have no idea. You know, just stuff like (laughs) that. You know, um, I think exercising, you know, you hear all of the successful people talk about exercise. Mm -hmm. What do they start their day off? Exercise. It gets the blood flowing, gets the mind going. Um, you know, it it builds confidence. Yep. So I think that's huge. I think, uh, a diet, I'm not necessarily like a diet guru by any means, but I eat fairly well. You know, I'm not a big pop drinker. I don't eat like tons of sugar, but I'm not one that's, I don't have a six pack or anything like that. But, um, I think having a a good diet helps with depression and just, Mm. you know, looking at yourself and figuring out what you want to do and and who you want to be and, and don't make excuses for it. Yeah. If you settle, like this is it for me, then it is. It's going to be hard to bounce out of that. Yeah. You know, but it's your choice inevitably. Yeah. Yeah. So whether you can or you can't, you were right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Henry yeah. T. Ford. Yep. Yeah, exactly. 19. No, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> 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 Everybody's worried about COVID. They wouldn't even fact check the data uh, anyway. So yep. I could have sounded smart there. Sounds good. No, but so pushing mean. through. Pushing through. Like continuing to just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And as simple as that sounds, yeah. just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Resilience is huge. Yeah. yeah. And, and be persistent about your goals and – you're going to have days where you don't necessarily hate your goals. Yeah. But yeah. thank God there's tomorrow. Right. You know? yeah. And just come in with a fresh mind. Yeah. And say, all right, yesterday kind of sucked. Let's pick it up tomorrow mm-hmm. and, and do it. Don't just talk about it. Do it. That's what we're so damn good at. Not to yeah. toot our own horn, but it's just like <laughs> for so long, I felt that we needed we, we, we felt that we needed to be here every day, which we do. But we felt that we yeah. needed to give 100 percent every day. And it's just like that's not sustainable, you know. But what we figured out was even if we get one percent better today than we day. were yesterday, yeah, that's still getting better. And your average is still increasing. Right. And yeah. so like some like we would always get down on ourselves and we'd like go home at the end of the day and be like, bro, like what the hell is wrong with us? We yeah. had 10 things on the to do list to do. Yep. We got six of them done. What's wrong with us? Yeah. Right. But then we like flip the switch. Yep. And it's like as soon as we flip that switch, we started to see we were getting more done. Yeah. But then more opportunity, like just because we were there every day, getting one percent better, one yep. percent. Yep. And 1%. we were, we were, and still are consistently inconsistent in yes. a lot of things. Yes. Uh, but just the <laughs> fact of, saying, sh- sh- yeah, consistently inconsistent. Yep. Just the fact that we show up yep. is a huge deal, man. That's it, half the battle. Yeah, half the battle. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and there's plenty of days where we all don't want to. That's <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But uh, making sure that you do, I think, is is key. Yeah. So. I want to get into networking, actually, too, because cool. I think that's a big topic he hits on, yep. and I think that's something that relates to us as of late. So yeah. with networking, man, I remember, um, you know, 
just being so self-conscious at some points of going out and exposing myself to people yeah. and not wanting to say the wrong things and and you didn't do networking for a long time so you had that flip of the switch give us some tips about networking some benefits that you've seen from it um and and just just your overall just again about networking yeah first of all for people listening you need to network I think a lot of people take it lightly. Yeah. I think that's the best way to, to What do you mean by it? you need to net what is networking? Yeah. Networking is basically getting out in front of a group of people and telling them about you and yeah. listening about what they do yeah. and seeing if there's a way that you guys can come together and make business happen. Mm. And maybe you two directly don't, but maybe you guys know somebody that I want to get in touch with. Yeah. And that's really where you see things happen. That's mm-hmm. where the magic happens. Is like all right, well, you know, what can Walton Lehman do for me? Maybe nothing right now, but do they know someone who can yeah. do X, Y, Z? Right. And that's really what it's all about. And I really didn't know that until I left my uh, company because my sister-in-law works for a company called Center Sphere. Yeah, yep. heard of it. Yeah. Yep. And so she got me introduced. She's like, you need to get out there and network. I was kind of like, what is networking and, you know, how does it work? And it's really just – talking to people yeah and a lot of people have a fear of that mm-hmm. and yeah. which is understandable mm-hmm. a lot of people fear going in a room full of people they don't know yeah mm-hmm. and talking about themselves or their company yeah but just get over it yeah because no one's gonna judge you yeah well for me it was like a lot of these things like these insecurities from childhood like didn't grow up having the most and kind of did sure you know the the street thing for a long time so just being around a different group of people who were fairly successful or even majorly successful uh, was really, really, really intimidating until late, like recently. Um, but yeah, just getting out there and doing it is the only way to get out, get over that fear. This, there's only one way to do it, and you just got to go do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and don't be worried about saying the right thing or the yeah. wrong thing. Yep. People are more forgiving than you think. You know what I've realized? Like, no matter the amount of money somebody has, you can walk in. We've been in conversations with people, you know, who have a crap ton of money, and I would have looked at them in the past as, like, uh, above me almost, you know? Yeah. And I realized, like, damn, these are just people. Yeah. They're just people at the end yeah. of the day. Everybody has something that makes them tick. Everybody has a why. You just have to figure out the why and find relevant conversation within that uh, to grow off of. And I think that's that's something that's been huge for me. So where do you guys network at? We just all well, Modern Works is one of the biggest networking things. Like we pay rent here. The but most passive sure. network it's so we've ever it's been a part amazing. of. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. The people Especially we've with met the space here. We're able to build. Like yeah, yeah, man. It's just different businesses all over the spectrum from creative to, you know, number crunching to tech. Yeah. Like there's a little bit of everything here and everybody has a collabor- collaborative mindset. So that's awesome. Yeah. I think a good way to network also is uh I mean as creatives to get yourself into a space to be able to network and already bring value to the table is yeah. offering like free work or like being able to do free work huge. or provide value for free, asking for nothing in return. Yeah. Sure. That'll open up doors to, to networking, but yep. also doors to, to reciprocated work. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I will say there's a guy out there. His name's Blake Martin. Oh, okay. we're dropping names. Blake bow, bow, Martin <laughs> is the king of networking okay so if you don't know this guy introduce yourself find him he's with franet of the heartland okay it's he's a franchise broker but can you franet what is franet franet okay yeah and he's not he's not like paying me to say this i just 
enjoy the guy. He's done a lot for me. But he is at every networking event mm. possible. People know him. People yeah. love him. It's done a lot for his business. Yeah. And if there's anybody that networks harder than that guy, I mean, I'd like I'd like to meet him. A challenge really accepted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> guy Rudolph as well. We're putting out names. Yeah. Guy's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah so it's just uh, it's a good way to get yourself out there and get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. And you got to get out of your comfort zone. You've got to. You won't grow without it. No. No, and that's, I mean, I would say going to a chamber event is pretty intimidating yeah. because there's a couple hundred people there, and, sure. you know, I'm going by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys roll together every time, but when you go by yourself and you just walk into a, a room full of a couple hundred people, and yeah. you're like, okay, <laughs> who do I start with? Right, where do we yeah. start? Yeah. yeah. I found that, like, having a drinking hand always helps because yeah. in that – the one hand can act for itself, but when both hands are, it's like, like what do that? I do with this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. So having one hand occupied helps. I also think, too, like having that drink, you could be like, because a lot of people yeah. like that rule. So it's you are walking up, I'm walking up to you. We're both on the wall, haven't talked yet. Yep. What are you drinking there? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, IPA. Oh, uh, you like IPA? Boom. Yeah. Small yeah. talk begins and you get deeper. Yep. Yeah. That's another thing I hated so much, dude. I suck at small talk. Like, I just hate it. It makes me cringe, everything about that. But, yeah, just like you said, having a practical, like, tangible, that's a drink. That's an easy conversation to right. have that's, you know, <laughs> be engaged in. Get yeah. there. Vodka soda? Yeah. Kind of vodka. Is that Tito's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's. I was going to say, too, like, just get, like, also a little thing that I come to realize is we all are in our heads, too, at the same time. So you think that you're going to say something dumb. 95% of that room also is in that same yeah. boat. They might think something's dumb yeah. or they like what they're so They don't want to say nothing dumb either. Yep. So there's a relatable point right there in everybody's head that's happening. But also the fact that these people are going to remember what you said in detail slim to none not gonna happen so like just act with like pure intention and if you fuck up yeah don't overthink it because you can ask them like do you remember like when we first met six months ago at that networking event and i said that i cut off half my eyebrow or something you know whatever they're like oh you said that yeah they're gonna remember how you made them feel exactly that's That's it huge wow yeah. That's huge. Where'd you get that? I just thought of it. You know, it's like a, you know, this. Deep in here. <laughs> yeah, it's is we're gonna start philosopher sections with Walt Very on uh, every podcast episode. Yeah, <laughs> daily philosophy quotes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, no, they're gonna remember how you make them feel at the end of the day, and you know, the the little minute details are just minuscule in the big picture. In so. the big picture of things. Yep. I read a statistic. I don't know if it's seminars and meetings or just seminars. But 16% of people are actually engaged at a seminar. Yeah. 16. That's like How nothing. How the hell do they show For up? For paying 2000 yeah. Why would you go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how you gather that information. Yeah. It was from yeah. a, a business uh, magazine, so I assume it's fairly accurate. But yeah. You guys I don't know about know. magazines? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Your boys is pop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tell <laughs> tell them it's a big accomplishment this week, man. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. A- as the man that took the Blast the beautiful off. photo, go ahead and, right, and reveal the big deal. Go check out Edge Magazine. The Woman Bros made it front page. We got a little article about Lindsey Warren of Citadel Signature Homes, hey. custom home builder. Shout out, out Citadel. West. Shout out to Citadel. 
Shout out. We hope to do some work with them in the <laughs> future as well. Be our ad libber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hype man in the background. Yeah, yeah. Citadel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's it's a dope time to be alive and like it's 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 one because we could be dead because there's a deadly virus going around. Could so be. that yeah. makes it pretty dope yeah. to be alive still. We sanitize the mics by the way. Very much yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. For breeze them. We did elbow we did elbow daps. Just a little lick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we've been blessed with that opportunity and uh, just uh, through pushing forward, we're continuing to grow in a time of a pandemic. Yeah, and that's it's awesome. crazy. crazy. It's crazy. I'm and excited for you guys. You guys thanks, are going to do a lot of big things. We, we hope so, man. We, we've gotten a plan. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. You guys you are ambitious that. and it's awesome to see that. Like man, the energy, likewise. The energy you guys bring to a room mm. is awesome. That means the world, man. Yeah, it, it does. really does. How you, how you make people feel. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. We it's very intense. We haven't even got into the nipple <laughs> yeah. rubbing, bro. Yeah. yeah. We, we increased the feel. Wait till the, yeah, we had to turn the cameras <laughs> yeah. off first for that. <laughs> Private content, yeah. go to the yeah. Snapchat, and you can pay to get that content. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boy. <laughs> yeah, man, I think we got to a dope wrap it, uh, spot to wrap it up at. Yeah, let me uh, ask my question. I got to ask my you question. You got to, yeah, got All to. Right. Every so, episode. Uh-oh. Every episode. Uh-oh. So you were, you were taken hostage. All right. Taking hostage. They're yeah. asking for billions of dollars. Yep. Government won't give it to him. Your wife won't give it to him. She's already moved on. Yeah, she's ready to go. She's ready to go. Yeah, it's the yeah. worst day ever. Yeah. But they do <laughs> they do give you a pen and paper and they tell you that they are going to send this to your family, mm. um, but your family won't see you. You get to write down three things on this piece of paper that you want to leave for them for kids, for your legacy, what three things would you write down on that paper? Mm. Boy. It's loaded. Holy They're smokes. getting deeper every time, Holy man. Holy smokes. Three things to write on a piece of paper to give to my family. Yeah. Three things. Or to the world. Your legacy. This is your, like this is your everything legacy else on paper. of you is not, mm-mm. They got the hackers, hacked your accounts, so you don't have no <laughs> digital <laughs> presence yeah. anymore. Man. Um. You really caught me off guard with that question. It's good. Well, we can c- we can chop it in and well, make it look about, like you didn't think as long. Yeah, how about this? <laughs> well, you answer that question first. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh we flipped I see it. what he yeah, did. You don't flip man some time what you to did think. There. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say my first my first thing I would leave behind is God is everything and he's first. Like um whether or not you believe the same way that I do, um, we have to, I think we've come to a conclusion that we are creation and there is creator and following creator is usually good for creation to mm-hmm. do. So, um, looking and, and looking for wisdom in something deeper than the physical, what we have here, um, has been huge for me. Um, I would say people aren't burdens. That's been a huge lesson for me. Uh, people, you know, a lot of times in society, especially the society we live in, um, people have become a burden. Somebody popping up at your house randomly is like, it makes you mad now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting random phone calls and stuff like people, people are people and they deserve to be loved and cared about and need attention and stuff. So that, that's a huge one. And then lastly, I would say, man, make sure you have as much fun as you possibly can because life is too damn short. Yeah. Make sure if what you're doing isn't like what you said with your company. And I, I actually had the same situation with the painting company that I own. Okay. I realized I didn't love it. Right. And I hate it. Like, I didn't like doing it. And it was fairly successful. Yeah. Um, 
But you got to realize if you don't love doing it, get the hell out. Right. Find something else. Love that's, it. That's what I would leave behind. Love it. Neiman, what you got? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. You're really buying hey. some time here. I like this, this guy. actually <laughs> my show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Alex Pearson show. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need to get the foghorn. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so one, my first one would be life is full of inevitable change and constant change, mm. so embrace it. Um, it's always been something that I struggled with, but I haven't struggled with because I was always moving throughout my youth life, my like adult life. This is the first time I've ever been in a place for so long, like that I can remember. Yeah. Um. So embrace change. It makes life a lot easier when you do so. Yeah. Um. And my second, my second would be, love yourself, man. Mm. Love yourself, and just because you say you love yourself doesn't really mean that you love yourself but that's not the only way that you can love yourself you can love yourself by going to the gym you can love yourself mm. by giving yourself the first hour of the day to journal mm. spending time with yourself yeah and it's something that as the world becomes ever so connected we forget so just find out how you love yourself and what that looks like and love yourself because yeah. you're not going to be able to flourish or to be great until you can love yourself because you won't be able to love other people and that'll affect your relationships and i just don't see being able to grow Boom. Thirdly, third, third, thirdly. Is that thirdly? Third, thirdly we're doing it thirdly. today. We're making up words <laughs> on the spot. Webster's going to have a lot of revisions to make. Woman, <laughs> uh, bro, credit. Yeah. <laughs> Send us the royalties. Um, third, that, that, that's one that I struggle with. Um, third is. Yeah. I, there's I no failure, there's lessons. The, everything is a lesson. Um, as cliche as that might sound, I think flipping my, s my, my mindset to that, I don't get down on myself. I mm. look for the lessons and I don't hold it to my person and then I, my confidence or my self of se uh, my sense of self diminishes. If I say we didn't get that contract, we suck. It's mm -hmm. we didn't get that contract. Why didn't we get that contract? What could we have done differently to get that contract? So next time we do get the contract. Mm -hmm. So no, no failures lessons yep. they're not failures they're lessons love it boom all right the back moment we've all been waiting with the for. plan back to my show okay <laughs> wait <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so i would say number one give back to your community mm. i don't there's a lot of people in omaha yeah. that could do a lot more and you know i've learned that throughout the years there's certainly more that i could be doing yeah. um, one of the things that i do is teammates that's a mentoring program here in Omaha. Oh. Got the shirt oh. repping. Okay. Um, so give back to your community. You know, I donate to charities. I'm uh, part of a couple other organizations. So do it when you can. Don't it. force it. Um, that would be big. I would say family time. Mm. Enjoy it. Uh, be, be in it. Yeah. Like when you're there, be there. Huge. Because when that family time's gone, it's gone and it's too late. You can't make it back up. So yeah. spend time with your family, laugh a lot. That's one thing yeah. I'm trying to get back into is laughing and just mm. having a good time, you know, because I'm telling you, when I was working, it was just, I was grinding, you yeah. know, and you forget like the little things in life and just take a step back and breathe. So get out there, have, have some laughs, do some stupid stuff, yeah, I feel you that. know, I feel that, um, what was my third one? 
just had it. This is inexcusable, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> you Thanks. had all this. Do do <laughs> yeah. Do Crickets. Do we'll put that yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say con- continue to work on yourself because I don't think you're ever finished. Mm. And, you know, what you did in the past is in the past. And you got to yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. So continue to develop yourself. Um, and don't be an asshole. Yeah. That's yeah, gold you, right there. You know, there's a lot of people that are mean for no reason. No yeah. Reason. And, and it's just, where's the love? Yeah. You know, just yeah. be a good person. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. And uh, life will treat you good. Love We're it. all in this together. That's right. Love it. Dude, thanks for coming out. Yeah. Thanks for it's having great. me. Great. Yeah. Appreciate oh, we're COVID. Oh, COVID uh, elbows. Mm. COVID elbows. Mm. There it is. You want to kiss him too now? Yeah. God damn. I was going to say, how do we COVID kiss? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out in the cameras around. Yeah. Snapchat, remember, private oh. subscription there. Dude, Alex <laughs> you, Pearson, Alex. this is great. Man, yeah. I'm Walt. I'm Neiman. And this is? Light work with the Walman Bros. Tune in next time. We'll see y'all. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Thank you for coming out. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. That Woo! Was fun.